This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, December 7th, 2011. I'm Caleb Brown. The Affordable Care Act, known as Obamacare, has a potentially fatal flaw that stopping the implementation of that law means states must step up and refuse to implement Obamacare's health insurance exchanges. Michael Cannon, Director of Health Policy Studies at the Cato Institute, explains. There is a crucial piece of Obamacare that cannot be put into place unless states step forward and create these new government bureaucracies called health insurance exchanges that are supposed to implement the law. If a state does not create one of these exchanges, then the federal government can create one, but they can't put in place this crucial piece of the law without which the rest of the law does not work. Okay, so the exchanges, drawing to draw a distinction, states can create exchanges, uh, and if they don't, the federal government is empowered to create an exchange. That's correct. And, and as, they, as intended... Uh, these exchanges would be, for the most part, identical? Well, it depends. It's not clear whether that was Congress's intent. Certainly some people who endorsed, who, who support Obamacare, want the law to operate that way. But that's not the way the law was drafted and passed and signed into law by the president. What the law says is that this crucial piece known as premium assistance or tax credits and subsidies to help people purchase the very expensive health insurance plans that Obamacare will require them to purchase, this premium assistance will only be available in state-run exchanges. If the federal government creates an exchange, there's no authority in the law for them to offer this premium assistance. So what happens is a lot, a lot of people see their premiums go up. They say, particularly healthy people say, we're not going to buy this expensive coverage. I can buy insurance whenever I want, and insurers can't turn me down under the law. So they drop out. The risk pools get sicker. The premiums go up. More people drop out until eventually the insurance market collapses. So without this crucial piece, Obamacare doesn't work. The insurance markets collapse. Congress knows that the insurance markets will collapse, and so they won't let the law take effect. They'll reopen it, and they may even repeal it over this matter alone. So this adverse selection of people not buying insurance until they need it was pretty much what they had hoped the legislation would prevent altogether. They hoped that Obamacare's individual mandate and these premium assistance tax credits and subsidies would prevent adverse selection, but without the premium assistance, well, there's, there's, it's an open question as to whether they will prevent adverse selection. But without either the individual mandate or the premium assistance, the law definitely cannot prevent ad adverse selection. Presumably, the administration knows this. Members of Congress know this. What has been the response since uh, this was made known? Well, what the administration has done is they've tried to rewrite the law. They've basically said... They've basically implicitly admitted that the law does not authorize them to offer premium assistance in federal exchanges, but they said, we're going to do it anyway. We think that we have the flexibility to interpret the law in a way that allows us to create tax credits and government outlays that Congress didn't authorize. Members of Congress have taken note of this. Two dozen members of the House sent a letter to the Internal Revenue Service saying, why are you proposing to do this? The IRS basically told them to jump in a lake. The ranking member of the Senate Finance Committee, Senator Orrin Hatch of Utah, has sent a detailed letter to the IRS asking, why is it that you are, off the, you are proposing to offer this premium assistance in federal exchanges when the law does not give you that authority? And so we'll have to see exactly what comes of those efforts. There's going to be a fight in Congress over this, I predict. There will also be a, a, a fight in the courts. 
because employers, a lot of employers across the country, including perhaps state governments themselves, will be able to challenge the Obama administration's effort to offer this illegal premium assistance in federal exchanges. If this issue were to rise up to the Supreme Court, what what indication do we have about what they would do? What the administration's supporters are arguing is that when Congress's intent is ambiguous, then the courts will or should give deference to the executive branch in interpreting Congress's intent. But increasingly, what the Supreme Court has said is that, no, it's not Congress's intent that has to be ambiguous for us to give the executive this sort of deference. The language of the law has to be ambiguous. And unfortunately, the language of Obamacare is crystal clear. It authorizes premium assistance in state-run exchanges, but does not authorize it in federal exchanges. Even proponents of the law have said that the law clearly says that it only authorizes premium assistance in state-run exchanges. So what should states do? For a whole host of reasons, states should not do anything to implement Obamacare, not the health insurance exchanges, not make their regulations conform with Obamacare's health insurance regulations. They should take any money they've received from the federal government over Obamacare and send it back. This is particularly uh, important for states that are challenging the constitutionality of this law because by implementing a law that they're suing to overturn in federal courts, well, they may undermine that lawsuit if they are implementing a law that they've that they have said it's unconstitutional. I mean, there's an inconsistency there. States should also consider whether they should bring another lawsuit against the administration for its attempt to offer premium assistance in federal exchanges because as employers, states will be fined $3,000 for every employee that receives this premium assistance in a federal exchange in their state. Michael Cannon is Director of Health Policy Studies at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.